good now. It took a little bit, had some technical difficulties. Oh, Doc, can you hear me, brother? Man, I hear you loud and clear. All right. Um, that's the beautiful thing. We had a little technical difficulties, but you had a little instrumental to listen to. But we're back. It's Saturday. It's one oh four now instead of 1 o'clock. But this is Intelligent Ignorance with your boy, Jay Chris, and our dad. And we are here. And I'm still on the Instagram Live, so everybody checking us out on Instagram Live on the... um. On Instagram, I said Instagram Live, right? I'm trying to get this thing set up so I don't have to hold it. But, um, you know, shout out to everybody checking us out. I know our dot was just checking us out, trying to see what in the H-E double hockey sticks is going on. I'm glad that we are back. We are here. Um, and shout out to Ken, Miss Kendra Dupree, who was along with us last week to talk about her book, Life Hacks Taught by a Toddler. Um, you know, she is now a friend of the program. I can't wait to have her back on to talk about more of her blog situation and, and some of the situations that she talks about in her book um, and, and things of that nature. But, you know, there's so much going on, so much going on in the world. I just, I want to get a few things out of the way before we actually dive into our topic. One of the first things we're going to talk about today is the DC football player who was denied the opportunity to play football for his high school because of certain circumstances, certain situations. And we're definitely going to get into that. But a few things that I want to get into before that is I just have a couple of um, housekeeping issues going on that, well, I don't know, I don't know what you call it, housekeeping issues, but we got a couple of things that I actually wanted to mention that we may not have a chance to get to in our 60 minutes, at least less than 60 minutes, 55 minutes now, and especially since we had our technical difficulties at the beginning of the show. But thank you for everyone. Thank you to everyone for sticking with us. Um Real quick, Colin Kaepernick, shout out to Colin Kaepernick and Dave Chappelle. They are being awarded the W.E.B. Du Bois Award. W.E.D. Du Bois. W.E.D. Du Bois. How are you supposed to say his name? I don't know. Help me out with that. Du Bois? Du Bois. I mean, it's spelled Du Bois, Bois, but it's also spelled Du Bois. So I've I've always heard Du Bois. I've always heard Du Bois. I'm not really sure. But, um... They are they are going to be uh, uh, they're giving the WB Du Bois Award from from Harvard University both of them so you know definitely shout out to them and then you have um, have you heard this story or that it's a it's a Golf Digest the magazine the website uh, they help free an innocent black man from prison. Help the free innocent black man. I'm not even going to get into the particulars about it, but you can definitely check that out. I saw that I saw that article on uh, on was it Essence Essence I think it was Ebony dot com. It was on Essence. I want to was say it was on Essence. Essence. I saw it. I saw it. Okay. Um, okay. I'm sorry. Let me uh, let me let me regroup myself. That whole technical difficulty thing got me messed up. But he was he was uh, actually he was in j- in jail. He was in prison. He was convicted of murder, and then it came out that he did not commit the murder. So he spent uh, over 15 years in jail for a crime that he did not commit. Um, the story is deeper than that, but um, definitely check that out on uh, Essence.com if you get the chance. Um, I, I just wanted to talk about those two things real quick. And one of the things that we actually are going to try to get to today is um, the DeSantis supporter who was fired for a racist tweet towards Obama. A racist tweet, yes, it was a racist tweet. However, the guy, the supporter, said he wrote the tweet out of anger and it wasn't racist. 
However, he said the word he help me out, Swiss Family. Help me out. He used the N word in it. But I get I get a little agitated when people say the N word. Right? Because of the ugliness of the word. People say the N word to not offend anybody. Why do we not say the word? Tell me that. And you and I why do we and I I know we you and I, we have different takes on the word uh, because I'm from the, the school of thought where the words only have power when you give them power. And I'm no longer offended by it because I can be offended by bigger things than name calling. Uh, for me personally, and I know that especially when you talk to the older generation, the people who actually went through things and not saying that we don't experience things in our generation, but it was much more blatant in previous generations. So for them to be offended by the word, I get it. But when I look at what they went through, I say, Hey, these words can't offend me as much as, your ancestors' actions offended my uncles and my grandparents and my great-grandparents. So by you using a word, that doesn't hurt my feelings anymore. It used to when I was younger. I used to hate it. I used to be offended by it. Now you have to do much more than that to stop me. And I'll take it, I'll take it back to a personal situation for us, Cindy. I don't even care about using her name. Now, <laughs> me either. You you know that stopped us from doing a huge business deal. It actually let let let's let's be clear. It actually stopped me. You you were a you were willing to look beyond it to the bigger picture, and I was not. Okay, you 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 saw the bigger picture, and I was more like f her. Okay, and and, and to this day, I, I there's there's a big part of me that wishes that I had saw it the way you did. And I don't know if I've ever told you that, but there's a big piece of me that wishes that I saw what you saw and I was able to get beyond it the way you were able to get beyond it. Um, And and I apologize for that to you and to our fans, because who knows, you know, what this could be if we had went ahead and and went through with it. But um, I I don't mean to to, um, take away from your story, but go ahead. I'll let you continue. No, but but what I was saying is, you know, I just feel like in certain instances we give, we pick and choose when we want to be affected by the word because, you know, they they laughed at Will Smith when he initially came out and he was rapping without cursing. It was, it was perceived to be a joke in hip-hop. Uh, Will Smith went on to win many Grammys. Will Smith, and I know we'll talk about him a little bit later, but Will Smith is an icon. And, you know, we hear the, we hear music now where the use of the word is so blatant and it's mm-hmm. directed at us by us. And now we've moved on to we're not offended when we can call each other the N-word, but we're offended when somebody else calls us the N-word. So I feel like we've gotten to the point where we're so hypocritical and we're so hypersensitive to certain issues now more so than we were 10, 20, 30, 40, 100 years ago, uh, when those words did carry a different connotation and they 
did mean so much more into the degradation of us. Well, let me, um, let me, let me, and like you said, you know, we both have different um, perspectives on the word itself and the use of the word. Right. Um, and, and this was actually everybody that we weren't even talking about going into this topic, but it just kind of right. happened that way. We're, we're talking about it now. Um, going into the word itself, there is a word for every culture or race or whatever you want to call it that is deemed as a no-no for other cultures or races, okay, to, to, to say, to refer to them as. Um, you know, the word for everybody knows what the word is for us. Now, maybe I'm naive, but I don't think everybody knows what that word may be for other races, other cultures. Okay. Um, case in point, I used a word in high school. I put myself, I used the word in high school that I did not know was derogatory. I did not know because, you know, I came up, you know, though I came up around a majority of, of black folks and I, I never heard the word used. I actually heard the word in a TV show and I repeated it. And, 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 um, I was I wasn't approached, but somebody checked me. I was like, "Yo, you you not you're not supposed to use that word." I'm like, "For real? Like, what what did I say?" And and, and they schooled me on it. And you know, I appreciate it. And I've never used that word in a derogatory manner again. Or or actually, I've never used the word period, um, except for explaining talking about this story. Um, and honestly, I, I I to this day I really don't even remember what what uh race or culture of people the word is offensive to but i know i don't use the word so it doesn't really matter well it matters but it doesn't matter to me because i won't be using the word again because i know it's offensive to people um so i I say that to say there's all there's there's a word in every culture that is basically a no-no where it's a taboo word and not everybody knows it i mean the the big one is the "Quote unquote N word," okay, for for black people, for African Americans, that's the big one for them, for us. Um, but for Irish people, Italians, um, for, for 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 Arabic people, people of uh, from Indian descent, uh, South Asian people, um, Asian people, uh, East Asian people, I should say, the Europeans. There's words for everyone, but they're just not as and this is the ignorant part. They're not as popular, okay, as some of as the N word. You know, they're not as widely known as the N word. So, um, the fact that when someone uses that word, okay, now I wasn't planning on going to this right away, but I'm we might as well go to it now. Um, I got to find the article again. Um, the supporter that was of DeSantis that was fired due to a racist tweet. Um, the tweet reads as President Obama was he he said something about Trump's supporters or his voters. Okay, um, I, I believe he referred to them as divisive, divisive, and resentful. I believe. Um, and this guy, I don't know how to pronounce his name. 
okay? But his name is Steven Alambic, maybe? Alambic? Alambic? I I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know how to pronounce his name. But he, um, he tweeted the Muslim n-word and I, and I, I let me tell you, i hate saying n-word when i'm trying when i'm saying what somebody's saying f the muslim n-word but he says that tweet was not racist he's saying the tweet itself wasn't racist he didn't say he wasn't racist. he said the tweet itself wasn't racist i beg to differ i disagree that is a racist tweet if he just said f the muslim that's one thing okay that's i don't really think that that would be racist but once you once you added the the n-word to it that became racist it became a racism issue um and look i'm for one that i'm 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 of the minority that says maybe people shouldn't be fired for expressing how they feel when it's racist okay but let it, but everybody knowing let them live with the fact that everybody knows around them that they work with let them live let them live with the fact that everybody knows how they really feel now let them let let that weight wait let that let that weight let that guilt weigh down on them okay i know i'm of the of the minority when i say that i know this but you know it is what it is 2153833992 um uh, we just we just tackled the the topic of the DeSantis a supporter who was fired due to a racist tweet aimed at President Obama, and DeSantis is the the GOP gubernatorial candidate for the state of Florida. And we a couple weeks ago, if you follow our show, a couple weeks ago we talked about that race. Uh, that's the guy that said, you don't want to monkey this thing up by voting for my opponent, basically, I paraphrase. So that one's going to get interesting. That one's going to get interesting. But let's move back. Let's take it back a little bit. And, you know, I always like to ask people how they're doing. My co-host, R. Dot, how are you doing, brother? It's been a week. Man, I am refreshed. I am excited. I'm happy to be back. You know, I spent some time away in Mexico, uh, down in Playa del Carmen. Uh, it was an absolutely amazing trip. I know you and some of the other followers saw the pictures. But now I'm back. I, I was kind of oblivious to what was going on in the States for about four or five days. But uh, now that I'm back, oh, yeah. Now that I'm back, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm focused. I'm refreshed. Man, how you how you been? How you been the last week? Man, I've been working hard, brother. I've been working hard trying to trying to keep this uh podcast and the station moving. You know, um big goal for us is, is to have this have our, our this station, you know, off the ground and going. Um so I've been doing a lot of research, been doing a lot of work, I've been talking to a lot of people about doing shows. Actually have uh two shows on, on the horizon, man. One probably starting next week. That that you know I'm not gonna put all the way out there, but you know it, it's gonna be it's gonna be big and, and and people are gonna enjoy it. Um, it's gonna be you know it's gonna be good for your soul. Let's put it that way. It's gonna be good for your soul. So you definitely want to be on the lookout for that. Check it out. It's gonna be fun. I can't wait to do it. Um, and then we got another one that's supposed to be coming up. I'm it, we're, we're in the discussions of having the show uh, talking about the arts. 
in, in our communities and in our culture, which, you know, we don't have a big conversation piece about that quite often. And um, we're definitely going to going to dabble into that topic and, and and bring some things to light that, you know, we don't really bring to light very often in our community. So I can't wait for that and um, and get a chance to highlight the other aspects of, of our culture and of our communities that just don't don't get the attention that they so much deserve, man. But um, yeah, welcome back from Mexico. Um, I don't think you bought me anything because you didn't tell me you did, so it's all good. Not on this. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Um, you know, I'm glad you got a chance to get away. It's always good to get away. So, and look, I went to Mexico last year, and um, I can't wait to go back. I can't wait to go back. The people were were amazing. The people were lovely. Um, I enjoyed myself. Um, if you have an opportunity to go to Mexico, definitely take a chance to go to Mexico if you've never been. Man, Mexico is a is an amazing, beautiful country. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe what you hear the president say. Okay, get out there and see it. Now I know everything ain't ain't, ain't rosy, but look, not everywhere is the United States, and you know we we in the United States have a type of we kind of look at things in a different way when we when we're somewhere else, okay? But Mexico is a beautiful country. The air is nice. The sun bakes your skin just right, okay? It's not like that polluted polluted uh, ozone that we get here. I, I don't know what it is. I, I just that tan that I got that that bronzing that I got in that sun in Mexico was amazing. But uh, without further ado, I do want to talk about I do want to talk about the DC football player, high school football player. That was denied. He was denied the opportunity to play because of his living situation. Okay, and um, his name is Jamal Speaks. He goes to uh, Baloo High School in in D.C. Southeast, and he's 18 years old. And in this particular situation, now I read through the situation, and I'm going to give um, our dad a chance to respond to this. Before uh, before we before we dive into it because you know that's just how we do things around here two one five three 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 nine nine two you can definitely call us up and hit the number one button if you want to comment feel free to comment we take all comments and 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 be ready for us to come back at you if you come at us but anyway Blue just High so School. you know Blue High School senior Jamal speaks it's ready to take the field. And excuse me if you hear my chair creaking over here, but he's ready to take the field against Anacostia High School. Got some scouts in attendance at the game. His team is ready to go out there. They're ready to make it happen. And all of a sudden, the principal comes out and says, look, man, Jamal can't play in this game. Can't play in this game. His his living arrangements can't be confirmed. We don't know where he lives. He can't play in this game. He's not eligible to play in this game. Ardot, you heard about this story. I heard about this story uh, earlier this week, and I did some some digging. What are your thoughts on this? Man, I, I was so disappointed. And, and I think I hit you up soon as I got back in the country because this was actually the first thing that I saw. I was, I want to say I was in the airport, and I was watching it on ESPN. Uh, and it came across that it was a high school student, uh, Jamal Speaks, unable to play because he's homeless. 
so my first thought was they should be applauding this young man is homeless, yet he's still going to school and he's still making an effort to be social. He's playing sports. He's being active. A lot of the things that our kids these days don't do, he's making the effort to do these things on his own and not having a place to call home. And so willingly, the principal was just ready to take this away from him. Uh, I even saw the re- in the report that the principal threatened to fire the coach if he allowed yes. Jamal Speaks to play. Yes. And I immediately thought that the principal needs to be fired uh, because it, it's just ridiculous. I mean, he has a great GPA. Uh, he's active inside school, out of school. Uh, He's not a threat. He's not a problem in the community. He's not what some people would consider to be a bad seed. Uh, He's a good kid. And if the district doesn't rule him, the district and the state ruled him eligible, how does the principal have the authority to come in and say, hey, this young man is not allowed to play, and then go so far to threaten the coach and say, if you play him, I will fire you. It it, it seemed like it was a lot more personal of an attack than doing what was right, because what's right is to allow this young man to play. And right now I believe that it said that they were waiting on an appeal for his eligibility. Well, here here's what it is. The DC, okay, it's it's not a state, it's a it's a district, but the the state of DC, I'm gonna say the state of DC has two governing bodies when it comes to high school sports. The DCSAA, the DC State Athletic Association, and it has the DC IAA, the District of Columbia Interscholastic Athletic Association. He was deemed eligible to play by one and not the other. Okay? So we got to go back a, a little bit in the story. Two years ago, he was denied, he was, he, was, he was deemed ineligible to play because of questions about his address. Okay? Um, he was he, I believe he was asked if his mother, where his mother lived, and his mother lived in Maryland. Okay, now that would that would make him ineligible to play unless he was paying. Since what I've read, I'm not sure, and I wish I had, I need to reach out to someone from D.C. to be able to tell me how this works. But maybe if you do not go to school, if you do not live in D.C. but go to school in D.C., maybe you have to pay a tuition or something. I'm not really sure. But anyway, he was deemed ineligible because he said his mother lived in Maryland. Okay. Now, he was I believe that was his sophomore year because I'm I'm assuming this is his senior year. So he was not able to play last year. He was not able to play that year, he's not able to play last year. This year in August, he was deemed eligible by the DCSAA, the the D- DC State Athletic Association, which I believe governs the entire state. 
of D.C., the entire district. The DCIAA had ruled him ineligible in August. Okay? So there's two governing bodies here, one saying he's good, one saying he's not. Okay, and that's that's what came down. Now, the way the way things have been working out is looking like he should be actually he's actually able to play now. He's actually cleared to play now pending the 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 appeal. He's allowed to play He's allowed to play during the appeal, okay? And actually, the the team, I, I, I got to show a lot of love to the team itself. The team was not going to take the field. They they stalled, they, they basically protested for 45 minutes, saying that they weren't going to take the field unless, the, you know, their teammate was taking the field with them. Um, and they ended up playing the game against Anacostia. They ended up winning the game 48 nothing, and, and that was their first one of the season. Okay, so they're they're a three they're a two and one team right now playing next week against Roosevelt High School, and um, it's an interesting story because if you're deemed ineligible, and I believe the the governing body that deemed him ineligible was more so of a city, a city thing, I believe. Now, I, like I said, I need someone in DC to help me clear this up. The principle, I guess, is going by that. Now, as a principal, your job is to be the principal of the school, but you also should have your students back. And he did not, this principal did not advocate this student. He did not show that he had the students back at whatsoever. I don't know if he fought for the student. I don't know what he might have been threatened with, this principal. But whatever it was, he was ready to fire the football coach if, the, if this one kid was allowed to play. And I, you know, I don't, I don't think it's right. Um, shout out to Trayon, Trey, um, sorry, what's his name? Uh, Trayon White. He's a councilman in D.C. and also a, a University of Maryland Eastern Shore graduate. He was actually there when we were there, RDAP. Um, for speaking up for this young man and and working on, um, basically what what Trayon White, Trayon White said was that um, he's trying to help speak, secure some housing, okay? Um, they were going to meet with the Covenant House in Ward 8 and, and try to get this kid some housing. He's been going from couch to couch, basically. He's been couch shopping on friends and teammates' couches and just so he can go to school. The kid just wants to go to school and finish school and go on to college. He's trying to get, he's trying to get out of Southeast. He wants to get out of Southeast D.C. Let the kid play football, man. It's his way out. He had scouts at the game. Temple University was there. They want to see him. I don't understand why you don't want this kid to play. 215-383-3992. It ain't right. It ain't right, R. Dot. That's all I'm saying. What, what you got? Yeah, man. They get, they got to let this boy play. And it, it's just so many situations where we're disadvantaged. And it seems like we don't do as much as we can for those who are trying to help themselves. And this young man, he, I mean, he's going to school, he's playing sports, he has a good GPA, he's doing everything that he's supposed to do. He's not, uh, he's not involved in anything illegal. He, you know, we see so many scandals with athletes. Uh, they might not be of age, or they may have cheated with their grades. Uh, there's so many instances where 
we have young athletes that are doing things the wrong way, and we don't give as much attention to those. Uh, but it seems like the in this instance, and I won't say that this is something that happens often, but in this instance, there's a young man who's trying his hardest to do everything right, and we're seemingly holding it against him. Let the man get on the field. I would say if anybody wants to write a letter to the school, to the principal, I will make sure we get that information to everybody. Hit us up on the Facebook page. Uh, we'll have the information there later if anybody wants to get involved. And it's uh, it, it should be noted that Councilman VC Councilman Trayon White, um, graduate of Maryland Eastern Shore, is also an alum of of Baloo. So. Um, you know, that that's what you talk that's what you call right there, you know, your 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 community looking out for your community. Um so oh, shout out man. to him. I, I know there's been a lot of um there's been a lot of I wanna say controversy when concerning Trayon White, but he's you know, he's out there, he's trying to do the right thing and uh, you know, keep on working. Keep on working, uh Trayon. Um, uh, you know, if D C is better for you being in office then then keep on keep on fighting for DC. 215-383-3992. Press the number one button if you want to get through and talk to us. We we we're talking a few things today. Um all right, there was something that you wanted to talk about today. Are are you ready to talk about it or do you want to save it? Uh yeah, yeah, we can get into it cuz um <laughs> it was interesting cuz it was brought to me by a, a friend of mine, um, had a little situation. They ended up going to court with their father, uh, not with their father, with the father of their son. And the father of their child, who I, I won't put out a figure, but I'll say he makes a substantial income, um, as does she. So they're both, uh, willing and able to take care of their child. Uh, But they got into court and the judge in, in her eyes gave this young man a pass when it came to child support. Uh, The amount, and I won't even put the exact figures out there, but let's just say the judge awarded $400 a month. So the question was posed to me is what is a good amount for child support? And I don't know if anybody uh, has followed my story and my random questions today on Instagram, uh, but I posed that as one of the questions. And what was the, what's a good amount for child support for one child? Uh, Because my response is, if you have a child, and you can reasonably put together the normal expenses. And I don't mean, you know, I have to make sure that my child wears Jordans and I have to make sure that my child has polo everything. You put together some reasonable expenses and you come up with half of that. And raising a child should be split between the two parents. That's just my take on it. I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong. Um, I have one individual when I asked the question, what's a reasonable amount? Uh, it was actually a female who responded. She said $175. Uh, I had a male respond. He said $300. Uh, so, again, and 
I can't knock anybody for what their perspective is on what's a reasonable amount. Uh, but I would just technically, from a technical aspect, just say, hey, what what comes together for the child, what that child's expenses are, it should just be split between the two parents. It shouldn't be one person providing more than the other unless there's some type of substantial circumstance that says, hey, I just can't do for my child. And that does happen in some cases. People act like it doesn't, but it does happen. But I mean, is there really? A, can you really put a price on it? It really depends I, on each individual situation, right? Right, and and, and it should because just like, and I want to say it was a big debate when I believe it was Diddy uh, when his son's mother had asked, or maybe it was the mother of the twins, I'm not sure, uh, asked for an increase in child support. And I think he was already paying something substantial, like 50000 a month. Uh, so it equated to a little more than half a million a year. And the thought of most people, well, hey, what are you doing with the money that you spend half a million dollars a year on children. Yeah, so I mean, half a million dollars, like, I, that's, now, <clears throat> here's In the our thing. perspective, that seems substantial. It, but it, when you live a certain lifestyle. No, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me, and, and look, I've never paid child support, okay? I'm going to put that right. out there right now. I've never t- paid or received child support, all right? Half a million? You talking about half a million dollars a month? No, a year. So it was about fifty thousand oh, dollars a month. Right. So how much a month? Fifty thousand a month. So All right, fifty thousand dollars. The exact figure was six hundred thousand annually. For child support, okay. Think. Right. Let's think about that. Like, who wouldn't want to have just fifty thousand a month? You know, coming to them. All right. Okay. Let's let's get beyond that. All right. $50,000 a month. People, There's people that don't make $50,000 a year that have children. Okay? They have children. And they don't make $50,000 a year. If you make 50000 if you're getting $50,000 a month for your children in child support, I think you, I think you, you're getting more than enough. I really do. I really. I'm sorry. I look. You call me what you want. I think you're getting more than enough. Well, they. Well, Jay, Chris, you can't. You can't tell this is a lifestyle. No. 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 What kind of lifestyle are you trying to portray? Okay. What are you trying to portray? Are you Are you trying to throw lavish parties for your child on a monthly basis? Like, how much do you really? Okay. Let's Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk housing. Let's talk food. Let's talk bills. Where are you living? What kind of bills are you where where you need fifty thousand? Is child support really child support, or is it is it? And I'm not trying to be ignorant in saying this. Is child support days when you, when you get to when you get to that level of fifty thousand dollars a month? Is it really at that point child support, or is it? support because yes you should you should contribute when you have children and you're not necessarily in that child's life yes you should contribute you should contribute to your child yes 
um, what what that money goes to shouldn't matter as long as it's not something outlandish. Like if you just want to buy a Ferrari or something, and you're using child support money for that. But I guess as long as your child is taken care of, you're good. But what? But fifty thousand dollars a month in child support, like. I know child children are expensive, but are they that doggone expensive? So, tell me, talk to me, R. Dot. Tell me, tell me why fifty thousand dollars a month is, is, is suitable in that situation. Tell me, help me out. Well, I can't say that it, that fifty thousand dollars isn't excessive, but again, looking at it from our perspective, we're not an individual who makes a hundred million dollars. My net worth is not like Diddy's, so my net worth is not on the brink of a billion dollars. So it right. was so, a, so she he have to pay fifty thousand dollars a month because he's he's able to make and, and ladies look I know I know some ladies are like yeah he should pay all right let's put it let's put it the other way around all right let's say let's say it, it, it's a female let's say I don't know who who's a rich female um, let's say Oprah and I have a baby and and I'm I'm taking a kid and. <laughs> Do I really need fifty thousand dollars a month of Oprah's money in child support? Should I really get that? Like really? Well, and and if she makes yeah. some business deals and she makes, you know, a couple million more dollars a year now, should should I should I get like seven hundred, eight hundred thousand dollars a month a year a year? Like, come on now, come on, help me out, R. Dot, help me out. Well, so it was interesting, and I and I can remember, and I actually posted about it in the past. There was a post on USA Today, uh, and it said, how much does it cost to raise a kid from birth to the age 18? Uh, so just doing the figures on it, that figure for the 18 years, <clears throat> or excuse me, 19 years, uh, was $250,000. So a quarter of a million dollars over that 19-year period which breaks out to about 13000 per year of life for the child. So if you break that down even further, that's just slightly over $1,000 a month. In essence, anything above that is essentially excess. Now, and let's just say it costs $1,100. That's, that's according to Time magazine. Right. Now, so looking at that figure saying, hey, it's $1,100 a month to raise a child. And some places it's higher, some places it's lower. Uh, it depends on a lot of things such as child care, school costs, uh, tuitions, uh, those things factor into it. So, But let's just say $1,100 a month is that magic number. Now, reasonably, I wouldn't say that one party is responsible for that. So let's just say that the parent that does not have custody is responsible for three quarters of that figure. So they're responsible for 75% of the expense of the child since the child doesn't live with them. That's about $825 a month. Now, if you we're in that situation right now. Let's say you had a child. Uh, the child doesn't live with you. Is $825 a month reasonable for you? 
$825 a month? Yes. Is it reasonable for me? Is, is that reasonable child support? I think I think that's beyond reasonable. I just do, I, and I, would, I like I know I know every situation is different. I know this. I just think I think it like it depends. See, here's the, here's the thing. It depends. Like, is the kid going to public school? Is the kid going to private school? You know, I mean, Diddy's kid's probably not going to public school, right? No, not at all. So, so you're probably sending them. You're either getting them homeschool, or you're get or or you're getting. Uh, sent to some of the finest schools or whatever the case may be. So you know what I'm saying. So you you gotta pay, gotta pay for that. You gotta pay for the education. You gotta put something away for future for them. But eight hundred something dollars a month for a kid. You know, I I think that's more than enough. Well, it's like I said, it depends. You could be paying six hundred. Seven hundred, eight hundred dollars a month in tuition. You right. know what I mean? Like, like if if you're if you're paying eight hundred dollars a month in tuition, then eight hundred and whatever the numbers you said is not enough. But if you split the tuition, then let's let's call it let's call the tuition eight hundred eight hundred dollars. If you're splitting the tuition between you and 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 another person, that's that's four hundred dollars a month. So now that's that's another four hundred dollars you have from your child support. So let's talk about paying paying your bills, okay? Let's call the electric bill a hundred dollars. Let's call the gas bill a hundred dollars. Let's call the cell phone bill a hundred dollars. Let's call the uh, the water bill a hundred dollars, okay? That's the rest of the child support right there. So the bills and the tuition is paid for. With no more child support left, now you still got to eat. Okay, now you still have to um you don't need clothes every month. Okay, well at least I you know, I, I don't think you do. I don't know. But you you have to eat and you maybe you maybe you want to pay a cable bill or something like that. So, I mean there 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 is there is an aspect of the other I would think the other parent would would also contribute like there come there's a line where is child support child support and and supporting helping you to support the child helping the other person to support the child or does child support become paying for the child and and when I say paying for the child you're taking care of all the expenses for the child and then whatever money the other person is making goes towards the household and household whole bill. There's a fine line, and, and we don't know. Like, and it, it's so hard to answer that question because it's so there's so much variable in there. Okay, it's just it's just a lot. It's, it's hard to do, man. It, it's hard to answer that question. I think fifty thousand dollars a month for 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 child support in any situation is excessive. I think it's a lot. More power to her for being able to get it. Okay, but then she asked for more because, you know, the dude is making, and that's one thing I don't understand, and and I don't know her situation. I'm not trying to judge the 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 young woman in this case in this in this situation, but if you are maintaining with what you have, right? If you are maintaining, and then and then the other person make starts making more money. Then what do you why do why are you going to 
ask for more money. At that point, is it is is it right? I mean, the the man or woman should should be involved. So, if they are already, um, if they are already, uh, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, I'm having a a brain fart moment again. If they are contributing and contributing significantly, and even and are even involved in the life of the child. If it should, do you really need to get more money because that person is making more money? If you were just fine with the money you were getting before, talk to me, Ardot. Help me out, man. Man, you you know I could go on this one all day, and, and I was hoping that we had some callers calling about it because you know we only got about ten minutes left on the show, and there's definitely some other lighter topics that I wanted to get to. This is a tough one, but we're gonna have to come back. And dedicate some time to this one. Yeah, we can talk about it next week or in a couple of weeks. Well, actually, I think in a in a couple of weeks, I think I'll be in Atlantic City, so I don't think we're that that we're well. We can do a show a different time, but um, yeah, we'll definitely come back to this topic. I mean, we we kind of went off on a tangent there because you know that just that bothers me, and I'm not, and I'm not seeing it as a man or woman issue. I just see it as if you're maintaining and if you're doing your thing and if you're comfortable with how you're living. With your child, and and the support is more than enough. I I don't understand why you would ask the courts for more because the other person's making more. I I can see if you're struggling and you need more, but if you don't need more, and and like I said, I'm not judging the the woman, but if you don't need more, why are you just asking for more because the person's making more? If that person now 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 let let me also say this: if that person is not in the child's life, man or woman, if they are not in the child's life, get what you can get. Because nothing nothing is can substitute time. Right? Nothing. There's there's no dollar amount that can substitute time. All right. But I feel like a lot of times when the 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 person, the parent refuses. Now I'm not talking about if they're not I'm talking about if they refuse to spend time with the child. That's a that's a conscious decision that they are making, and and that deserves a punishment. You don't bring a child in, you don't bring a child into this into this world and refuse to spend time with that child. You you deserve punishment, and if that punishment is, is extra child support, then so be it. So be it. This is gonna be this is gonna be a good topic, and I I have just the guest in mind, uh, so I want to see if oh, I can set something up to get us. Here. Get Don't a no special fight. guest on. No, it's, 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 no it's going to be a good hearty debate. Uh, but I, I just want to get, you know, I definitely want to get a woman's perspective on this because there are so many more mothers out there that are affected by child support than we are as men. So right. it, it's important to get the right perspectives on it. Um, I hope that that individual is listening right now because they are going to get a text from me shortly. I'm hoping to see if we can get them on within the next couple of weeks so we can bring this topic back up. But uh, man, Listen, if, I know if, you... if, the, if the other parent is a poopy parent, man, hit them, hit them in the pockets, hit them in the pockets. But if, you know, if they, if they're really, if they're good, if they spend time with the child, if they, if they're doing their best trying to efforts, I don't understand why, you know, I don't understand. I don't know. We can talk about it. There's so many variables, though. So many variables that go into it. And we, and we went off on a whole different thing. We didn't even expect to talk. 
it's crazy. But let's get lighter <laughs> because you know we only got about seven minutes left in the show, so let's let's get a little lighter. Get a little lighter. Um, if you haven't heard, last night a new stand-up comedian took the stage, brand new stand-up comedian. And you're probably like, Jay Chris, new stand-up comedian. Well, how do you know it's a new stand-up comedian? Because, you know, stand-up comedians usually play the small circus and, you know, they work their way up. Well, this guy opened up for Dave Chappelle last night in L.A. at the, at the was it, the Peppermint uh, Peppermint Club? I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I don't have the name in front of me. But um, the Peppermint Club in L.A. opened for Dave Chappelle. And I'm told this new comedian killed it. Said this comedian killed his set. Some would Hard say he do. got jiggy with it. Some may say he got jiggy with it. And if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about none other than Will Smith. The Fresh Prince got on the stage and opened stand-up comedy for Dave Chappelle last night. Just crossed another thing off of his bucket list there. And they said he killed it. One of the things, one of the jokes he said, and I'm not even going to try to repeat the joke. But he said one of the things he said was, uh, you know, he talked a lot about his family, and he heard uh, Jaden's song "Icons" on the radio. And then he he went to Jaden and said, uh, you know, could he be on the remix? You know, that's the Fresh Prince. That's Will Smith right there. That's the Fresh Prince. Can he be on a re- if I make can he be on a remix? You damn right you can be on a remix. You the Fresh Prince. You know what Jaden said? Um, nah, I'm good. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I don't need you on there, pop. You my dad. You might be the Fresh Prince, but you my dad. I don't, I don't need you on my. I don't need you on my remix. However, we have seen videos where kind of, where where Will Smith kind of killed. He put some bars out there, and he actually freestyled last night too. He freestyled on stage with Cat Williams. Cat Williams was in attendance. I believe uh, Chris Rock might have been in attendance. If I'm not mistaken. I don't know. I might be making that part up. But Cat Williams was in attendance for sure. Uh, LeBron James was in attendance. John Mayer was in attendance. John Mayer actually played uh, played the guitar. I-, I wonder if they played different strokes. I don't know. But it looked like it was one a of fun my night, favorite, man. one of my favorite skits from the Chappelle Show. Yeah, one of mine too. Definitely one of mine too. Um, but it looked like it was an amazing night in LA at the Peppermint Club. And uh, what you think, are that Will Smith as a stand-up comedian? Could it happen? I know he bombed on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Actually, I read once that he tried stand-up comedy before and and really bombed before the Fresh Prince of Bel Air show even. Came out, I, I was told he really bombed, kind of like he did on, on the show when they had D.L. Hughley on the show. For those that don't remember, D.L. Hughley was on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air for an episode. Um, but they said last night he killed. So what do you think? Will Smith is a stand-up comedian? Can it happen? Yeah. First things first, uh, happy 50th, Will Smith. You're doing oh, yeah. huge things, crossing everything off the bucket list. Uh, I don't know if this is a midlife crisis or whatever he's going through, but I absolutely love it because I've been following him on social media, and the stuff that he's been posting is just crazy. So shout out to Will, happiest of birthdays. Um, but at this point in his career, he could do anything he wants. I don't care if the man wants to become a waiter at a restaurant right now. He'd be the best waiter that you could find in a restaurant. Like, 
they also said that there will be some Netflix specials uh, next year, so 2019. Don't know if it's going to specifically include comedy. But, I mean, Will Smith, just thinking of the lineup from last night, Will Smith, Cat Williams, John Stewart, Michelle Wolf, Michael Che, Donnell Rawlings, Ashley Barnhill, Muhammad Amir. I mean, that was a set last night at Peppermint Comedy Club. Like, I mean, the Peppermint Club had to be the liveest spot in California, anywhere yesterday. It had to be live. But for how much you, how much you think it cost to get in there last night? Man, it, you know what? It was probably for the low. Cause they probably did it just to have fun. It was probably twenty five to get in, thirty five at the door. I mean, you know, because you know they 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 always have little surprises, so people don't know. But like even just watching Will Smith, I want to say a few days ago he uh you know did the skydiving from the or the bungee jump from a helicopter. Like he's just doing he's doing everything to live his life right now. I mean, when you can open up for Dave Chappelle, I want to know how the phone call went to set that up. Yeah, that was an interesting call. Um, and then Cat Williams also freestyled. Will Smith freestyled. Cat Williams freestyled. What a night, man! What what a night in LA now, and, and and LeBron's a Laker too. Oh man, just messed up my whole vibe. LeBron's a Laker, but um. Let's uh let's 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 get ready to wrap up this show. I, I want to talk. I don't want to talk about it, but I do want to mention it. Um, Suge Knight sentenced to twenty eight years in prison. Twenty eight. Well deserved. Well deserved. R. Dot. Does he serve every day of that sentence? He's not gonna live that long. Mm. I, I truly don't believe that Suge Knight lives that long at this point in his life. And I mean, it was just kind of like, uh, yeah. And you know, on top of it, it but you know, he's not in the greatest. He's not in the greatest of physical being. And you know, people of color, we don't we don't live into the eighties when we're that size. He's fifty-three years old. So he'd be getting out at about eighty, eighty-one. I I don't see him making it. That's just like when they gave my man 115 years, uh, Nasser. Like, I know what he did was egregious. It, you don't even have to put a number on it. Just say he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. You ain't got to put a number on it. Because literally, he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. Well, there you have Shouldn't it. Shouldn't have it. Just got sentenced to life in prison. He's going he's gonna to spend the rest of his days in the jail cell. I say he doesn't serve every day, and I say he gets out alive. Well, hey, man, we got like like 20 seconds left. I want to say Colts versus Eagles tomorrow is going to be absolutely amazing. What's the line? 24-21. Three and a half. What's the line on the game? Six and a half, excuse me. Six and a half. Six and a half. I'll take I'll take the uh, Carson Wentz coming back. We got ten seconds. I'll take I'll take the the Colts to cover, but the Eagles to win the game. So there you have it. Um, let's get out of here. We'll talk to y'all next week on Intelligent Ignorance. We got a lot of tough stuff to talk about. A lot of topics. 
We thank y'all for being with us. Peace.